Welcome to this episode of the RLM Podcast. I am your host, Eli, and uh, I am honored to be joined today, as it is in the studio, um, by the uh, youth pastor of Reality Church um, in Lancaster, PA, Connor Mays. Uh, pastor Connor, welcome to the uh, studio. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Um, of course, I um, I attend uh, Reality Church on a not I haven't been going nearly as much, but I'm trying to get back into it. Um, I used to actually go a whole heck of a lot, um, essentially right before COVID. <laughs> and then COVID kind of yeah. dashed all the church plans. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get back into uh, trying to get back into a church and youth group and all that awesome stuff. So uh, yeah, just introduce yourself. Tell tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, so like you said, my name's Connor Mays. I'm 29 years old. I am married to my wonderful wife Mackenzie. Mays, we've been married, gosh, it'll be seven years this summer, July 8th, oh, wow. um, best decision ever made, and uh, I have a little little boy, under three month old, named Roman, he's the greatest thing ever, um, <laughs> he's just a little chunk, but yeah, so uh, like you said, I'm a youth pastor here in Lancaster, PA, I'm originally from Olney, Maryland, um, I actually moved around a lot as a kid, but yeah, so I grew up in Maryland, um, ended up playing uh, collegiate lacrosse at Messiah College, just right around Mechanicsburg, PA. Um, met my wife there, and we yeah, did a classic thing, fell in love, and then yeah. we stayed here. And yeah, I, I spend most of my days now doing the church thing, and um, now I, me and my wife, love, uh, my wife's a former CrossFit coach, actually. Nice. Um, and then I'm a competitive power lifter here on the side and then, and yeah, so just trying to stay fit as yeah. much as possible. Yeah, love Jesus. I love helping people know about him. Um, I also love, uh, just helping people in, in, in general. It's a, it's a passion of mine. And so, um, yeah, I'm super stoked to, to be talking about our conversation Absolutely, today, man. Um, yeah, so I just I kind of want to know how did you get? I mean, of course, like you said, you uh, um, you met your uh, wife and you said in college, right? Um, yeah. Yep. How, uh, how exactly? You know, how somewhere in there, um, how did you kind of find Jesus or Jesus found you? How kind of did that all work out? Yeah, that's great. Great way to put it. You know, um, so I was. Uh, I'll I'll go back to the beginning of my freshman year of high school. I just moved um, from uh, a, one county to the next. So all the friends that I made, I was in that place. I was in this place before my middle school years um, from fourth grade to eighth grade, had all my friends ready to go to high school. And then my mom said, we're moving <laughs> and it crushed me. And, you know, so I'm 29 now. I, this, I forget what year this would have been. But the conversation of mental health was not a thing right. growing up, right. and I became um, lonely, and which led to depression, which led to um, some some heavy thoughts of I just don't want to exist anymore. Yeah, um, and it was it was dark. It, yeah, it was very dark. And um, my first week of high school, so I went from a high school like a school area that everybody small town e kind of everybody knew each other to a school of 2,200, 2,400 kids. Oh, wow, yeah. Highly diverse 
uh-huh. in like the best way, but right. it was just new for me. Right. Um, huge, like huge football team. Like we won States that year. Like they were, everybody was freak athletes. Um, down the road for you football fans down the road Stefan Biggs with the high school down the street for me yeah. like and we were in the same graduating class like yeah. so he went to, through this time period where I was just lost in the crowd yeah yeah and I didn't say if you know me you're gonna find out <laughs> after this podcast I'm a talker bro right, right. Like, I don't shut up um but I didn't say a word my first month of high school oh wow and I was screaming from within someone help me right i didn't know how to verbalize it and i grew up with a single mom no brothers or sisters my 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 dad wasn't in my life and so i I had no guidance or counseling um and i my mom ended up dragging me to this thing called young life and i don't know if it's popular in lancaster or how the field has one yeah but young life is like a regional christian organization it's not with a church mm-hmm. and i'm a normal teenager okay right. like at this point i'm like screw church <laughs> those guys are weirdos right and i had th- i had this picture it's so funny i really never went to church but i had this picture of everybody knowing each other, like at a table, like yeah, a lunch yeah, table yeah, yeah. or whatever. I'm going to show up at this church and everybody's going to know each other and I'm going to be off to the side and nobody's going to talk to me. Yeah. That's the picture I had right. of church. So he said, I was like, frick this noise. Probably said other words that I won't <laughs> say now. But um, I, my mom dragged me and she said, you're going. And, you know, I, how do I describe this? I'm going to use some like, church e language and i'll be i'll you can ask me questions about that um just to explain so because not everybody i know listens knows jesus and that's it's totally fine um so i got out of my mom's van ended up at somebody's house i'm like already like what the frick is this dude like but a huge house like some rich kid's house i step out of the car and i feel this peace over my life automatically and i was met by a senior who the minute I stepped out of that, that van was like, hi, I'm so glad you're here. Like in the parking lot and walked me in. What's your name? How's it going? I walked through the doors of the house, the owners of the house, the Lewis's were their names. And they were like, hi, nice to meet you. What's your name? My name's Connor. Let me introduce you to my daughter. I'm a freshman, by the way. They're introducing me to their, their junior daughter, who is like Miss popular, but like loved on me. She introduced me to other people. Um, showed yeah. me like that the the basement that we were hanging out at and um that was the starting point of me getting to know uh, no god yeah and it it was a it, it was not fixed i struggled with a lot of issues had a lot of addictions in my like the secret parts of my yeah. life um and i was still alone and i still struggled every day i cried so much and then I, but I kept going to this Young Life group. And it was small, dude. It wasn't like some huge church right. or anything like that. There was no gym. But this guy who ran it mm-hmm. named Stefan was there. And Stefan was freaking jacked, dude. He was huge. <laughs> he had no neck. Like, he had traps, <laughs> like, up to his ears. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I admire this dude. And he talked to me every single time I was there, interested in me, loved me, and was just 
I mean, didn't do anything specially. Just listened to a, a high schooler. Like, right. who was I? So fast forward, Stefan kind of convinced me, kind of convinced my mom for me to go to Young Life camp. Mm-hmm. I was a lacrosse player at the time, I, like I mentioned before. Right. All I cared about was lacrosse because that kind of gave me some affirmation from people. And so I got in, invited to these camps, Johns Hopkins, Maryland camp. And so I wanted to go to those because I wanted to play lacrosse right. in college and all those things. I go to those, and I remember even the dude, uh, my roommate, who had just gotten like blazed out of his mind at Johns Hopkins <laughs> was like, I was telling him about this Jesus camp and I was like, dude, I don't want to freaking go. Yeah. And he's like, bro, you shouldn't do your thing, man. Yeah. And it, I remember the next week going mm-hmm. and thinking I was going to be alone the whole time. Yeah. Just like I have been the whole, my entire life. I'm just going to be in a crowd. And then I remember this speaker Oddly enough, his name was Chris Buddha. We'll never forget at a Christian camp, <laughs> six hundred people, right? Yeah. And I heard for the first time that Jesus loved me, and he shared this story that's in the Bible of it's the story of a son who um, disrespects his dad and walks away. Right. Like he tells him, "I wish you were dead." And I want your inheritance. And he takes the inheritance and he goes and blows it. And right. he and he does all these terrible – he gambles it away. He uses it for women. He does all these things. And he ends up poor and needing a job. And so he humbly goes back to his dad and says, Dad, I'm so – and before he could say, Dad, I'm so sorry, his dad's already running to him, giving him a hug, loving him. And then the, the speaker then, after telling that, said, there's some of you in here – who don't know your dad right and you don't and you don't realize that you already have a heavenly father you have got like jesus is your father he died on the cross for you so that he can have a relationship and i like lost it (laughs) tears flowing overwhelming and there's this moment where at young life camps what they'll do is after that talk you'll go out into the fields and they'll turn off all the lights i mean 600 kids here out sitting out in the fields, giving you the first time to, if you ever want to pray to God. Right. And I mean, the, it's in the middle of nowhere. Stars are clear as day. You can see satellites and it's silent. But this guy, me, this <laughs> babbling buffoon is like <laughs> crying, yeah. gross, gross crying. Yeah. And I'm crying my eyes out. And I'm saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I had never, ever, ever, ever done that. So what I'm trying to get at is I was a kid who had mental health issues, really didn't like church, really didn't know a lot about Jesus, but God met me in a time, in the perfect place, and became my heavenly father. And I was 16 years old, and I've been following Jesus ever since. Yeah, that's awesome. So told you I'm a rambler, but you know, that's, <laughs> no that's kind of no how I found faith. And then, I mean, really, really quickly, just right after, uh, you know, I was just surrounded by friends who, who experienced the same thing. I was uh, around adults that cared for me and, you know, and then yeah. going to, I decided to go to Messiah and just surround myself with those people. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I, I, I think, Definitely my path was a little different simply because, I mean, as a kid, 
um, you know, my, my parents always went to church, so my whole family went to church, and it was, you know, yep. every Sunday we put on our, you know, you put on our nice clothes and we go to church. Um, and, and so so I guess I, I was more, um, I, I was heavily exposed to all the church lessons, all the stories as a kid. Sure. And, but but it did get to a point where my, you know, my our parents kind of gave it, left the choice up to us of what we believed. You know, they were like, you know, you don't have to be, you know, you know, you don't have to believe in Christianity. You don't have to believe in whatever. You know, you can believe in whatever you want. We don't care. You just, we just want you to be happy, right? And yeah, that that was great for me. But I think I had, you now my childhood was so there was so much different stuff that happened that there there were so many spots where I was like, you know, Jesus has to be real. God has to be real mm. because there there's no other way something like this would ever happen unless those you know unless the Holy Trinity was real. You know. And, and, yeah. and it was, it, it's just absolutely, it was awesome when I would have certain moments and I wasn't, you know, I was a, I was a pretty terrible kid, but there were even still, <laughs> there were hey, definitely, all kids are terrible, dude, <laughs> all kids are yeah. terrible. But I was like, there are definitely some moments of just pure godly grace that came, that I could just tell, mm. you know, God was working through my parents or whatever. And, and it was amazing. And I, I think that's kind of the way, um, like I said, that's kind of the way God found me. Uh, sure. He, he was like, you know, because you can go to church as much as you want, but unless you know, like, fully accept God, you're, you know, going to church isn't doing, you know, it's just, you're just hearing a bunch of stuff that, sure, it sounds good in it. Sure. Yeah, dude. I, I think what's, what's an interesting thing that people um, listening to this should really know, um, especially if you're a high schooler, is just, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. And that's for a lot of people. Right. Like there's a lot of people who said, I, I asked them, what's their, what's your story with God? I've been going to church my entire life. Right. But that's that. No, that's, right. that's not it. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, I could go to, you know, the local meat shop and be like, uh, I've been there every day. I'm not a butcher. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah or, absolutely. Um, those kind of things. And so I, but also I do think it's, it's funny um, that, sometimes church is given a bad rep right. because people who go who have not accepted Jesus right. are representing Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the hateful yeah. side of things. And and so, yeah, no, I think it's, it's, it's one of those things that we have to take upon ourselves. It's a decision. What, what I love about God is that he, he ultimately said like, I will, there are two, paths there are two and you can pick it you can decide whether to follow me or not and 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 there's you know things that go along with that but i do think it's beautiful yeah so i i I think it's also fascinating dude one one thing you said i think both of us had a have a similar like up uh, not upbringing but um conclusion to come to Jesus. Right. And what's so cool. I, so I've been a youth pastor now for seven years. And one of the things I love about, you know, I'm a millennial. So we, we operate a little bit different than right. the Gen Z folk. <laughs> but one thing I love about Gen Z is they want the real thing. Right. And like, you know, okay, cool. I can have this sweet encounter. Um, and I can tell people God loves you. I can tell right. people right now. And it's the truth. God loves you. He, he demonstrated his love for, for us while we were still sinners. Christ died for you. What I do think it's fascinating is the proof. Yeah. Right. The historical 
proof, the scientific proof of Jesus um, that if you do any sort of like real search, not listening to Joe Rogan podcast, <laughs> okay? But if you do real research, like, dude, there's a lot of proof oh, of yeah, Jesus. Yeah. And it's encouraged me. Like right. when t- times I'm down, I'm like, but dude, there's, there's facts, there's artifacts, there's a lot of people who do research. There's like agnostics yeah. who are not like atheists, but agnostics are like, you do. It's really hard to say yeah. that Jesus wasn't <laughs> yeah. a person. Yeah. yeah. So I just find that, I just wanted to throw yeah, that in I mean, there. It's, it's absolutely, I mean, it's accurate. I mean, we, I, I definitely see it all the time. You know, it's hard for us to believe in something that we can't necessarily see. Like, oh you know, yeah. We, we, how do we know that there is a God if we cannot, you know, see with our own naked eyes, if we cannot see that. So mm-hmm. it's it adds definitely that level where it's you know where you get people who challenge certain things they learn in church or they challenge you know when people just say oh you just you know you should just believe in God just because you know you know just because he's yes. there <laughs> yeah and that's a hard thing to do right like, well and and I do think that's also an unfair thing to do to people like every like if you read the Bible the Bible is not. Um, a rule book. It's not a guideline right. on to how to become a Christian. The Bible is constructed of different types of books written by different authors, different time periods. Right. What's amazing is the connection of all of them. That's a whole other t- yeah. conversation. But what we read, and I think of there's there's two books. There's the Book of Psalms that are all they're all poems and. Uh, songs right. like stop and the how they they're written, and there's a lot like almost a third of them are like God, where are you? God, why aren't you here? Right. There's a book of Lamentations where it's like God doesn't feel like he's close, and there's all this terrible stuff. There's a lot of people in the Bible being like who are asking hard questions, right, right, and nobody's standing there saying, "But you just have to believe." Yeah. Just believe what the Bible says. Yes, I like as a Christian, if I were to talk to somebody and I'd say the Bible has authority, right? It is powerful. Right. But there's a there's there's reasoning behind that authority. And I think it's a good thing for us all non-believer. If you're a Muslim, if you have a different faith or if you are a Christian or you are say you're Christian and to ask why, right? Like God, why? Get the background, yep. and I, because I believe, obviously, I believe this. I'm a <laughs> pastor, but, but I wasn't a pastor before this. I do believe that God's going to show up and He's going to reveal Himself. Yeah. It's just on us to to decide by faith if we're going to take that information as truth, right? Or if we're going to go the other way. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I think there's a, I forget where I saw it, but there's, I, I literally think it was from the show Young Sheldon. Where he asks, he, he asks his mom, he's like, you know. Oh, yeah. He's like, you don't go to the church anymore. Do you still believe in God? And she's like, you know, faith is believing something that you don't necessarily know is true, but you still believe that it is true. And, and like, like you just said, it's absolutely, it's, you know, you say that you, uh, you know, that you're a Christian or you, you know, you, you go to church. It's more, can you believe in God without ever necessarily having to even see God? Like, mm. I, I think that almost is like at the core of being like of, of any faith necessarily. Can you believe in that without ever having to see 
without ever having to see it, whether it's ever ever having to see proof of it, or it's just mm-hmm. without ever having to see the physical, you know, God physically standing right in front of you, can you still believe in him and still follow, you know, what he's saying? Totally. I mean, that's what faith is, right? It, faith is, it, the, the Bible says that faith is believing in something that is unseen. Right. And what I do think it is, is fascinating is even in the Bible, you have people who, you have a lot of people like, uh, if God does this, I'll believe in him. Right, right. Right? Yeah. I pray right now, if lightning strikes me right now, yeah. then I believe that he's yeah. real. Which is kind of just, I'll be honest, I'm an open, honest guy, you know that. It's kind of crap. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, that's just saying, like, if it, like I'm not, I'm never going to take Advil again because it didn't work this past time or what, whatever. But also you see in the Bible how many times people saw the miracle of Jesus. Like in the in the story, the first the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which are the the, the red letters. If you, right. if you don't really know um, anything about church, like you'll look in a Bible and there'll be the red letters, and those are the that's the stories of Jesus here on earth. People saw miracles happen. Yeah, they saw it. They saw wild things, limbs grow back, people walking after being paralyzed, all those things. And yet they still didn't follow him. Right. They still actually didn't fully but bu- put their faith in him. So it is interesting, right? That that there is an element of faith and trust that I mean, we're just all of us are really scared to like put ourselves fully into something right. nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a lot of mistrusting news, right? Politicians, leaders, people who've heard us, right? So it is I can I can empathize with people who have a hard time saying I'm gonna believe in a God that's going to really change my life, yeah. my beliefs, and I don't see him. And is he going to hurt me? Is it going right. to, you know, bite yeah. me in the butt? So yeah. Yeah, that, it's a tough thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely true. Uh, moving moving a little, not necessarily entirely out of topic. I do want to know, uh, I would see you primarily are in uh, student ministry. I, um, I would see you're my uh, student ministry pastor. Uh, what would you say is like the one thing that you love, you know, every Sunday when you see all, when you, all those kids come through the doors and, you know, they're playing nine square or they're talking yeah. or whatever. What, what's like your favorite, the, the thing that makes you, you know, so excited that's like, you know, this is happening. Yeah, only, you know? only one. Yeah. <laughs> only one. Can I cheat and do two? Yeah, you can cheat. <laughs> okay. Okay. One, number one is the the consistent like seeing somebody over a consistent period of time and developing deep relationships like the person that i'm gonna cry over when they uh graduate yeah i can name i can name you all of my seniors (laughs) right now like that are that are really consistent in, in rsm and it's gonna be hard um, like where I'm already taught, they're already talking. Some of the girls are like, so you're going to do my wedding one day. Right. Like, and I'm like, if anybody else does it, yeah. I will fight them bro, and, I'm, and I'll throw them. Like, <laughs> so like, I love that. Like I, Oh, it just, it lights something up in me. And then the second is, I just think it's gifting. I think it's passion. It's what I've always seen myself doing is, um, is preaching and teaching. Right. Like I, I love it. Like, even if it's conversational based, like we used to do this thing, um, back in the day, shout out, uh, 
Eric Jordan and Justin Adams and Reese and Connor Eby, uh, some of those guys who they used to just um, throw questions at me mm-hmm. that are really hard. Yeah, I and think I, I, think I might have been there a couple of times. Yeah, you probably have. Yeah. Yes, you probably were. Some of them, we did some of them after RSM, uh, after youth group and stuff like that. But dude, I love doing that. Yeah. I love having those hard yeah. conversations. Um, and I'm not like, I don't get offended by like, well, I think your right. faith is stupid, <laughs> right. whatever. Like, I'm like, let's just have a really, really good conversation. Yeah. Um, but the teaching, just giving wisdom of life, like, yeah, if there's any like seat I love to take, it's like helping you, right? Right. Get through life. And ultimately, right, my job to know Jesus better because I think Jesus is, is the, the thing that's going to get us through life. That's going to bring the most joy in life. Um, and we're going to be with him for eternity. So uh, like, I, I love those two things. I think those two kind of coincide with one another, like relational teaching. If I could combine those two, um, love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I first started going to, I don't even remember how we had actually got into it. I think it was because, I mean, I'd started going to reality back before before the building was even entirely finished. I think Really? Was, I think it was before. I remember being there watching the auditorium actually get built. Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, and it was cra- I mean, it was crazy when he went in. Like My office later. right now is probably not even made yet. <laughs> it was like yeah. a month later I go in, and it's just a full auditorium. It was yeah. insane. It was awesome. But, I mean, I, I, I think it was because we had – we we're trying to figure out if there was some sort of a younger cage group, and we found that there was a reality at I think it was back then it was on Thursdays, from like six to eight o'clock maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys met it where the where right. your like gym is yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was, but like I I remember going there that first night being like nervous and being like you know I I didn't know what to expect. I mean, yeah. It, it, it was a completely different. Uh, it was a completely different atmosphere from a normal church service. It was, you know, laid back. We were, sit, you know, drinking, you know, Cokes and sodas and, you know, eating snacks. And we were just talking about God and Jesus. And it was like, you know, I remember going in there being like, you know, I'm nervous. I don't know who's here. I don't know who I'm going to meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I remember Pastor Calvin just coming over to me and be like, hey, man, it's great that you're here. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, dude, this is awesome, you know. Yeah. It, it, Calvin's it was, awesome, dude. Yeah. He, he He's one of my best friends. and. Calvin's uh, the 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 worship pastor now, but he was he was the youth pastor yeah. and worship guy before. So yeah, I, that's what I love about reality is you don't get the typical church feel. Like I, I get a lot of people who like pull up, like it's it, you know we used to have an ice cream shop at yeah, our yeah. Uh, lobby. Now it's a coffee shop, yeah. um, and we really we really want to welcome people who either church has been a bad experience for them or they're skeptical about church. Right. Um, and what I love is that we are, we're really real. Like, you know, this, yeah, right. Yeah. This is, I think this is something that people enjoy. Like I will stand in front of everybody and tell you how much I suck <laughs> and how much yeah. I need Jesus. Right. Like, and, and so everybody else, and it's an authentic place to, and not everybody believes in Jesus who comes here. Right. Like, like I, I, I love that. I love that. Um, like I want them to know Jesus. Like I'm not, I won't 
shy away from the mission that I have here. Right. Um, is I want people to know Jesus, but there is a way that is not malicious. Right. That yeah. is relational. <laughs> yeah. That is what Jesus did. Um, that's not posting on Instagram, calling people names. Yeah. Um, and all those things, you know, um, we, we really emphasize this being a safe place, even a safe place to work out your doubts and your worries. And, um, man, like I know so many people who like, they just need that safe place of people. Like, I don't think a safe space is in your room by yourself on your, on TikTok. Okay. Like that's not safe. That is actually causing you by biologically causing you more anxiety. What I, what, what science shows us and what Jesus shows us is like for forgiveness of our sins and community where we can be authentic and honest with other people yeah. can bring a lot of healing to people. And I, that's what I love. And that's what you described. Like, yeah. And we're going to eat a lot of freaking pizza and food. And <laughs> yeah. I, I, my favorite thing is like, like being Oprah, like you, like this past Sunday, dude, what did I do this past Sunday? Passed out rocket pops. <laughs> like, yeah, just because, right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That might be my favorite thing, actually, yeah. just tossing out candy to everybody. Yeah. Making people this feel so special. And, and right. like, we're, and it's fun, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's dude, so fun. Yeah. Get wrecked in nine square and you'll sleep. You won't sleep for three weeks, but you'll think about the person who got you out. Like, right? You'll come back the next week and be like, dude, I'm getting you out this time. Yeah. Like, it's you awesome. trained. Yeah. You did legs that week so that you could jump higher and freaking crack down on that ball. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah. It's yeah, it's wonderful. It's it is. I I mean, I mean, it's it's the perfect. I think it's the perfect experience, especially in this current time and period where, you know, people are, especially closer to my age, are less attracted to the traditional church service. Sure, they're they're not looking for you know, you know, salt, you know. hymn books and all that stuff you know (laughs) they're looking for you know good music that still sends that message that still you know the sermons that still send you know those perfect messages but with you know those relatable stories and it it just you know it all comes together and you, you might enter that you know that room not not even really knowing that much about christ you're not really knowing much about christianity church at all and you'll come out of there and you may not you may not still believe in Jesus, but you'll still have be knowledgeable and you'll still have that knowledge and be able to, you know, be given some material about like think about it and be like, huh, you know, I wonder how, you know, Jesus or God or whatever there is out there has been worked in my life, you know? Maybe yeah. there is something more than just, you know, us in this planet. Maybe there is a higher being. Yeah. No, I I had that when I was in high school. What led up to some that that big moment that I described, like the the tears and the and giving my life to Jesus, I call them the 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 brushing your uh, brushing your teeth in the mirror moments. Mm-hmm. Um, when my young life leader, or he would be technically like my youth pastor, would give a talk, I really wouldn't think too much about it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the girl next to me, like <laughs> making me real with you guys. Like uh, I was I was thinking about. You know, what's, what's she doing after this? She's going to McDonald's. Okay, I'm going to McDonald's after this. You know, like, um, but when I would go home, right before bed, I'd brush my teeth. And it would, this, the message would pop in my mind. Yeah. 
And that's that. Like again, sounds a little spooky. Yeah. Sounds a little weird, but no, I, I feel that. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. It, it's it's. I believe it's the spirit of God, who's whispering to me. Yeah, who's saying, "I care about you. I'm right here, and I love you, and I can't wait to talk to you again." Yeah, something like you know, like, yeah. and it changed me forever. Yeah, and it's because people loved me, didn't shove it down my throat. They were gentle with me. And they showed me how amazing Jesus was. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I, I that's, that happens so many times. And sometimes it's not even, I mean, like, like after, you know, after I go home from reality church, whether it's, you know, church service or it was the, um, the youth service, you know, I've always, I was always sitting there thinking, I was just like, I think I need to hear that. <laughs> like, because there would be times I wouldn't go for, you know, weeks, months. I mean, just recently, I think I'd gone once before I left for North Carolina that wasn't there for like three months. I came back. It was really all because my mom was like, well, you said you were going to go to, you know, reality. I was like, that is true. I did say that. I better yeah, go. Yeah. I had a dream about it. Uh, it was It was like I woke up. I was like, I need to go to reality. <laughs> I need yeah, to go yeah, back yeah. to youth group. But, I mean, it was her who put that idea in my mind. It was and, – and I went that night, and I was like, I needed to hear that. Like, that was exactly what I needed to hear that night. It was perfect. I was like, this is – this is – like, it was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, there is no way, you know, God can't be real. If something like that mm. happens just like that, it, it was yeah. perfect. It's so awesome. Yeah. That's so cool to hear, dude. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, uh, we are slowly running out of time here. Um, yeah. But it, it was it has been great uh, talking with you. Um, great hearing your uh, – your views um, and your just your thoughts. It's awesome to uh, be able to have this connection with people in uh, the church ministry just because, yeah. you know, in some places that is not how it works. Sometimes that's just not what happens. Um, but it's wonderful to be able to hear, um, you know, the views and the, the, you know, essentially the life story of someone like you who just kind of found God, God found him, you know, just kind of, you know, it all worked together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, I, if I can just leave like a one one message with with people, whoever's hearing this, I, I just want, you know, whatever um, negative view of the church that you have, um, if you do have any, um, it, I would I would challenge you, and even invite you, yeah, to look at Jesus and see if that matches up with him, right. Does it match up with who Jesus is? Um, and that might be a long, a long journey, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, and so, but yeah, does it match up with who Jesus is? Don't yeah. listen to Fox News or yeah. what you find on Instagram <laughs> or yeah. on TikTok. Gosh, right. I, even I sometimes on TikTok, I'm like, dude, you shouldn't have said that, bro. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm blocking you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just anybody out there who's doubting, struggling, and, and if you struggle with, anxiety and loneliness man the lord loves you and he's here for you so yeah man yeah well thank you all for listening we hope you all have a wonderful day um of course you can find us on instagram at rlm podcast um if you are if anyone is interested in knowing more about uh reality church and reality student ministry of course you can also find that on instagram at reality student ministry um and just yeah, you know, you don't have to believe in anything. Believe, but can really don't uh, don't be a faker about it. <laughs> That's for one thing. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, we all we hope you have a wonderful day, and uh, we hope that you uh, tune in again next time.